I'm Laura Max Rose, mother of two, and you're listening to Look Ma No Hands, my candid dispatches from the front lines of motherhood. I ask the real, tough, honest questions on motherhood-related topics that we're all wanting to know more about, in hopes it will make everyone's journey fulfilling, easier, and more joyful. If you're not a mom, welcome. I want you to know how happy I am that you're listening and that these topics can be applied to any season of life. I'm grateful you're along for the ride. My front porch this morning on Skype with Natalie Weekly. Natalie is a former guest on Look Mon- No Hands who gave the now somewhat famous advice that so many of you have brought up to me. I've had guests bring it up in their own episodes. Um, Natalie used a timer to um, really figure out how long it takes her to get ready to do her hair and makeup in the morning. I think it was like seven or nine minutes or something. And it was this big aha moment for her and all of us that it really doesn't take very long to get yourself ready and do something that only takes, you know, less than 10 minutes and changes your entire day. Um, So I'm so excited to talk to Natalie again today because we're all quarantined. We don't really got anywhere to go or anywhere to get dressed up for, anywhere to wear makeup to. And all these little routines and things that I feel like I was just talking about a month ago that helped us feel somewhat in control of our lives, I guess you could say, are now no longer as much of use, or perhaps they are. I'm excited to get Natalie's perspective on this. Um, But I know that for me, it's really been about adjusting to a new normal and finding new things that make me feel like I have, um, that that I'm getting a good start on the day. I'm not going to say control because I have none and I've never been more aware of that in my entire life. Thank you, coronavirus. But, um, (laughs) but, um, we're, yeah, Natalie's laughing, but, um, anyway, without any further ado, Natalie, welcome back to look my no hands. I'm so happy to have you. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be on. I so enjoy your podcast and I'm glad to be on. Well, so you have two kids at home right now, just like me, but yours are older, which we were talking about before the show. How is it, how's quarantine life? Like, how's it going for you? How are you doing? I, I feel like we're doing pretty well. Uh, we have moments where everyone just (laughs) melts down (laughs) (laughs) where it's like, which happen sometimes within five minutes of each other. Uh, Yes. And those are the worst days. I hate that. But it's doing pretty well. Um, the, I think, I think the girls are so thrilled that I am not trying to make them go to 75 different things and to get dressed a thousand times. And right. Does that make you think anything though about the way we were doing things before? Cause I know like, my God, I just feel like I have whiplash thinking about how quickly we were moving before. And it's given me pause like, okay, look how much happier, not both my kids. Cause my one-year-old doesn't know the difference, but Right. We were going so much faster than I realized. Do we really need right. to be doing all of that stuff? Like, probably not really? all at the same time. <laughs> yeah, probably not all at the same time. Like some of it, yeah. oh my God, I miss it so much. I miss my daughter's school. Like I've cried. I've cried. I miss it yeah, so much. There's so much to miss and, 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 and important to allow ourselves to be sad about it. But then also yeah. to, to find all the joy that's happening right now. Um, I was telling somebody this. I liked our schedule before. I like all the things that we did before, but at the same time, literally a few weeks before this happened, I remember I was in the car and I was thinking, okay, I like all of these things. I like what we're doing, but this pace is not okay. And it's not, 
it's not, I, I, I didn't even know I was very proud because each person is in only one activity and I, you know, like I was yeah. still, still limiting us and yet still felt like we were running around and that makes me sad. Um, so I, Natalie, I, I seriously, I mean, I feel that I, that's so funny that you had that experience because it was a month before I had just done this podcast with Megan Burkle that, um, talking about, you know, her schedule and like what she does with her kids oh, yeah. and how she kind of just amazing. takes hold of her life and makes it beautiful. And I've been implementing all these things and realizing that once I had done all, I started doing things differently. Um, and all of a sudden I had this awareness that like, I could do all these things. Like I could control the things that I could control, even though there's so much out of my control, but there was a lot that was going on that, um, that was out of my control that just didn't feel it was too fast. It was too much. And I couldn't quite put words to that. And then this happened, like this happened mm -hmm. sort of right after I started to realize that. That's funny. Yeah. What a blessing that we, I, I know it's a very traumatic time, but at the same time, what a blessing that we do have some opportunities to sit. And, and I know not everyone has the chance to just be in their home with their children running amok, but, um, even those who are still having to work, there's so much of our schedule that's been taken away and we yeah. still have the opportunity to sit and think about what do I, what do I really want to strive for? What was adding to my life and what was, what was not, what was needs? Right. What do I need to pause, press pause. What do I need to pause and, and look at differently? So I know like when this first started, I was staying strong with my hair and makeup routine every morning, Natalie, I was like, doing you proud. Um, but then <laughs> it started so to become, Oh my God. It started like, I, I am not, I'm not working right now. My work is my kids. I'm home with them 24 yes. seven around yes. the clock. Um, so I was like, you know what, this is feeling like what, what else can I be doing that I'm not used to doing in my usual life, my pre COVID-19 life? Um, what do I really need to do to like, feel like I'm on top of the day? And so for me, that has been waking up early, like well before my kids, some mornings I can mm. do it. Some mornings I'm just, I have never been so physically just wrecked in my life. So my <laughs> sleep is like, I'm wrecked. Like I've never been so tired. Oh my God. It's so um, bad. It's I'm so bad. I'm say that. Cause I was like, is something wrong with me? Like, no, I'm, I'm so like, tired. do I have the coronavirus? Like in the beginning I was like, <laughs> I'm so tired. Why am I so tired? Yes. And then I was like, yeah, I'm so tired. I'd be cleaning constantly while like shoving my kids like up and down the street in a stroller like so 85 times a day that weighs like 100 pounds. And like, it's yes. just like nonstop, um, totally nonstop. So I've been just so curious. I've been thinking about you. Um, you've <laughs> had you've had two kids. You have two kids, but one of them is home like full time, but the other one she's homeschooled, but not full time. So she goes into a school. Like, is it three times a week? Two times. Yeah. Two she does times Monday, a week. Yes. So this isn't as much of like a total shock to the system, perhaps in your family as it is in ours. Correct. So I have been totally curious to just hear like how things have changed for you and like what you're doing to keep things as sane as possible or not at all or whatever. <laughs> Just tell me all the things. <laughs> Just tell me. <laughs> so it's funny that you talk about doing your hair and makeup every day and waking up early and, and that kind of thing. I, I have experienced the same, actually. So I was pretty consistently doing hair and makeup in the beginning as well. And then I went for, I don't know, maybe three days where I did no hair, no makeup. And then, which was great. My skin needed a break. That's wonderful. 
And then at the end of the three days, I was like, no, seriously, <laughs> we got to get it together here. Yeah, right. It feels like I'm, so, not, I'm like, I'm not used to looking like this. This is not what right. I like. I'm always wearing makeup. <laughs> so I'm like uncomfortable. It's crazy, but it's true. Like, yes. It's like, do I have? Wait, I have eyelashes, right? I mean, check in. Do I just look at them right here? Do I have them? can't tell. There's no <laughs> mascara on them. <laughs> so um, the way that I have been doing the the modified how I look thing is I kind of just do one thing. Like, I'll do my hair and maybe some mascara and something that's still cute but casual. Like, I have these simple cotton day dresses that that's just something that feels like I've put in a little bit of effort, but not so much over the top. That's like, so where are you going? Oh, I'm going to the dining room today. Today, right from the dining room. There's something about getting too dressed up when you're going to be stuck at home that almost feel it feels like stiff and awkward. There's like it a new does. type of apparel, which everyone's trying to sell to me, by the way, like jogging pants and oh moos. So I was talking to you. I want to hear your perspective <laughs> on this because, like, you were like, stop buying things online in the middle of a quarantine. Um, so I want to hear, cause like everything's on sale. Tell me all your, all your guidance around this. Yeah. Tell me, tell me what we should be doing around this situation. So I just to play mini psychologist for just a moment, I would encourage you to not shop your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> um, and sometimes that's helpful to just say what your feelings are out loud. Like I am bored. I'm so bored and it is entertaining to shop or I'm so frustrated and like my trip was canceled. I'm so ticked. I was going to buy new stuff. I'm just going to buy new stuff anyway. Cause I'm mad that I didn't get to go. Uh, and so true. So it's so helpful to just say those feelings out loud because listen, we are in the middle of a quarantine. It is uncertain time. Many people have already lost their jobs. We don't know what's happening next. And and now's not the time to go blow your entire budget. So no, it's not. I, I definitely recommend uh, kind of hitting the brakes a little bit. But at the same time, like you said, everything is on sale. So I actually recommend two things. One, if you are bored, instead of shopping first, I would go into your closet and do, if you happen to have young girls, which I know you do, do what they have been doing the whole time, which is play dress up. And make new outfits in your closet of all the things that you've never had you know you wear the same five outfits because you just don't have time when we are operating in our normal schedules and so now right. that we have a second and I know sometimes it feels like you don't have a second because they are either constantly feeding someone or constantly cleaning or constantly teaching or constantly whatever yeah at, at some point we are going to get tired of watching television so for, <laughs> for one of the for one of the nights that you've gotten tired of watching television just walk into your closet and create some new outfits and just try some different things. And as yeah. you're do doing make and then when you try to go online shopping, look at that shopping list. So then I mean, there's nothing wrong with shopping. I, it's my job. I advocate that, but I want you, I want people to be shopping wisely. And so using that shopping list and coming up with some good things to fill in their closet. The other thing that's really helpful. And I think you and I might've talked about this before. I, I don't remember. This is especially helpful in home decor. If you're redecorating a room, sit in and you're going to buy some stuff online, sit in that room while you're looking for the things, because then you can like hold up the chandelier that you just found and like, does this look right in here or how, how does this look in here? And I would do the same thing for your closet. If you are online shopping, find a bunch of things, add them to your wish list, add them to your cart, whatever the particular vendor supports, and then save it. 
and sit on it a day and then go into your closet with that list and fair and say, do, I mean, do I already have 17 red t-shirts or red tops or do I not have any red? Do I need to add that? And that helps as well to make sure that we're, like I said, shopping wisely. There's no reason to just spend. Yeah. Or to buy things like, because like, ex, like stuff that we don't know how long we're going to be in this situation and to like be buying all this <laughs> stuff that's being marketed to us. But one of the things that I was very proud of myself, which I was inspired by our episode and by another, um, blogger that I follow who makes capsule wardrobes for her kids. I thought that was such a cool idea because the thing I get the most excited about is getting clothes for the girls. And then they end up with like nine of like pink dresses that they don't, you know, that all match each other. So I wanted to be more mindful of what I was getting them and more minimalistic about it and more intentional. And I sort of made a list of all the stuff that I needed. And for like a couple of months, actually, I went online and just like saved screenshots, stuff like that. I wanted to get them for just the spring, summer time season. And, um, then this happened and everything went on like crazy sale. And I was like, oh, okay, look, I'm going to take advantage of this because I'm ready to get all this stuff. Um, but the stuff that's like for me, um, I have gotten a few things, but most of it, um, I'm just like, you know what? I don't need this stuff. And it's just so clear to me that like, first of all, this is not the time. But secondly, um, this is just kind of a way to feel like I have some sort of grip on my reality, which I definitely don't. But I can see like the advertisements pushing that like this is the new like lifestyle like work from home like here's like 80 pairs of pajamas you don't need like, <laughs> right. I just like I'm like come on guys come on it's true but I, I'm again there's nothing wrong with shopping like if you don't have a lot of lounge I actually don't own a lot of loungewear or I do but for the winter I don't know why so I need to order some things for spring summer so there's nothing wrong with filling in some holes in your wardrobe but just not to buy the new gown right now or the new whatever not exactly and can we just talk about how much like I have most of like I I feel humble like way more often than I realized I would but I I've got to tell you I have moments where I miss like my hair and my nails and my eyelashes and all this shit (laughs) that I was paying for like I just like I miss looking like I looked before I don't I don't look the same I was just talking to my husband and he was like, oh, he was like, you know, he was like, I think you're just as beautiful as you ever have been. But like, I really do miss those eyelashes. <laughs> I have these eyelash extensions. And I was like, I didn't even know you liked them. Like, I kind of thought they were like my kitschy, annoying like thing. But um, God, I have moments, Natalie, Amazing. where I'm just like, I need to feel I need to like get everything done. Like somebody I just want like a glam squad to come to my house and just like <laughs> fix it now. I can't, like, I feel so out of control some days. Oh, my okay, gosh. But, uh, listen, eyelashes are not, you're beautiful. I, other people need to hear that, too. Eyelashes oh, are not, we're beautiful. It's true. Nails are not, Thank you. are beautiful. It's so true. But listen, I wish we were doing videos so I could show how long my dip has been grown out. And I'm, right? still, <laughs> hanging, I'm still hanging on to it. Oh, my God. To take it no, out. I know. I don't blame you. Mine just, like, kind of fell off. But, like, yeah, I, um. It's like, I mean, one day we'll have it back for now. I'm painting my nails with like my kid's nail polish because Lord knows I haven't bought any in like 20 years. So, (laughs) um, you know, but so you, you homeschool, we, we talked a little bit about that and you have some great Mm -hmm. recommendations for things we can do, you know, besides watching TV, um, with our (laughs) kids. So I really want to hear about that. One of my favorite authors recently was talking about like all the mom guilt that we have right now about how much TV our kids are watching and that she just like, she has three older kids and she's like, please stop. Like quarantine time is TV time. Like let your kids watch all the TV. And I'm like, listen, I would, but 
there is a direct correlation between the amount of TV I let them watch and the way that they feel and the way that they act. And it is like, I pay the price for that. Like I put Selma in front of the TV for three hours and she is going to be a wreck for the rest of the afternoon. It's almost like a better day when I don't even use it. Um, So yeah. So it's hard to like keep that in mind because, you know, we want to like, it's like, listen, I would, totally take advantage of it if it wasn't hurting anyone. But um, in our house with our kids, it's like, it doesn't work. It's not a solution. So we got to find things to do. Um, you have some great ideas and I would love to hear more about them. <laughs> Thank you. Tell me all I the things. I have to say though, one of the memes I saw, which there have been so many good ones, was I'll tell it said something like, I'll tell you one of the American Medical Association recommendations I will not be following during quarantine and right. screen time for my children. Oh my God. Yeah. And I just want to underline, like, I'm not following that at all. Like we're watching way more TV than okay. we've ever watched ever. Oh my God. It's right. crazy. But like, I can't do it all day. Like I can't, we can't no. sit here and like have a movie day and make it like a no. back-to-back like extravaganza. People will go crazy. And I don't, in the end, I don't think they actually want to do that either. Um, today, they ended up watching way too much. Like, I want to say it was three or four hours of television today. Yeah, don't worry. We're on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> normally, we try to aim for like one to two hours at the most. Yeah. And um, that's how much they watched today. And then they were totally fussy. And we were going outside. And I was like, you know what, guys? We're not watching for the rest of the weekend. Like, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're not watching TV. And Kate, who's my calendar person, is like, okay, so does that mean Monday we can watch? And I go, yes. And she goes, okay. And there was not, not a fit. There was nothing. It was just like, oh, okay. That's just, did you we'll say that to them when they were kind of calm or did you say it like when a meltdown was about to happen? Cause I find that when I say stuff like that to my kids, when they're calm and I'm like, okay, here's what we're going to do from now on. It's like well-received. But if I say it when they're freaking out that like, like when they're already in a bad mood and then I add that, it's right. just like, oh God, it's a mess. I- hundred percent agree with you. It's so much better to say it when it's calm. I said it sort of at the end of the fit. So it yeah, wasn't right? in the best place. Yeah. <laughs> well, it works. It sounds su- like. Yeah. But I was surprised that they were both like, yeah, good idea, mom. Ooh, we've watched way too much. TV. <laughs> that, I mean, that wasn't really what they were thinking, but that's a little bit how it was received. And right. I thought that was funny. So anyway, I think they are also, I mean, they're tiny, but they have feelings too. And they don't know you know, what's going on. They have to process things as well. So this is, TV is one of the ways that they process what's happening. So but, tell me about um, the, tell me about the um, the activities in a minute, but speaking about, pro- speaking of processing all this, how are you like, if at all, explaining what's going on to your kids and like, how are that, how does that, how is that evolving? We told them that there are some germs that are causing some trouble for people. I don't know that I need to think about whether I've actually told them that it's killing people. Mm. I have not. Yeah, I have definitely not relayed that, but I have a three and a half year old, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that I said that. Um, I don't think Charlie has either. So we have told them that there are germs and that I told them how you get it, like the way that it's transmitted and why it's so important to wash our hands and why it's so important to wash our or to not touch our face and how to wash our hands. So we've done a lot of that kind of stuff. And actually, Anna, so uh, we switch off who prays at meals and Anna's always like, please take away the germs and please keep everybody protected. And she's so sweet. Oh, that's so sweet. (laughs) This morning she came into my, uh, into our room and Charlie was already working and she goes, mommy, are the germs still out there? 
<laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Selma yeah. keeps asking me about it too. Yeah. We, she knows about the germs. She knows that it makes people sick. Yeah. She does not know that it causes death, but she's like, when can we go? When are the germs away from the playground yet? Are the germs gone? And so now I'm kind of like it. There's going to be like a next stage of this where like, you know, like the parks aren't reopening film. right now. Yeah. I mean, I'm so concerned about that. Um, I've been trying to like every opportunity I get just explain that like germs are not bad, but like there are certain germs that we need to avoid. And that's what we're doing right now. Um, and like right. when we're doing something like I had to put a mask on to go into the grocery store and I was like, you know, this is not something that we'll really regularly ever have to do, but it's something we need to do right now just because of this kind, like these kinds of germs and like explaining like this isn't a permanent change, like at every opportunity that I can, because I could see like her expression. I, I like, I didn't want to wear a mask into the grocery store because I didn't, I wanted to like spare her that visual. This was a day where she mm-hmm. had to come with me. There was like no other option. And, mm-hmm. um, I just was like trying to, and I made like funny, like mass jokes, like mommy in a mask and like made her laugh about it, but just trying to like explain to her that like not all germs are bad. She's noticing that we're wiping everything down all the time. Um, and asking mm-hmm. about like, well, why do I have to take a bath? Why do I have to take a shower? Is that because I'm dirty? And I'm like, like, no, <laughs> we all take baths <laughs> I mean, every yes, day. You smell yes. Like <laughs> you smell like outside. We all take baths every day because it's good to be clean. Like before we go to sleep, because we played outside, we got in the dirt. Like, I'm like, this isn't about, you know, it's so hard not to create this sort of germophobia because of this, right. even in such little kids. It's true. I do think it's important that as we're talking about it to not be freaked out about it ourselves as we're talking yeah. to them. So I mean, true. It's, I don't, I don't mean don't show your true feelings in front of your children, but in for, I do think there's some value in hiding. If you're truly feeling serious anxiety about it to not let them see that part because they, they need a chance to decide whether they're going to be germophobic when they grow up. Right. Yeah, instead exactly. Of us kind of forcing that on them. So I do think, we try to keep Absolutely. it not light, but we're like uh, intentional and maybe stern with the way that we talk about it. But we also don't talk about it all the time. Right. We're just no, we like, don't either. Hey, this is what's happening. We're still here. We can't yeah. make our friends yet. We talk about it when we have to talk about it, but like it's not something we're talking about all the time or when we don't need to talk about it. Um, but we also like, I mean, I remember that movie Life is Beautiful about the family who ended up going and ended up in the concentration camps and the Holocaust and the dad and the little boy were separated from the mom. And he Mm -hmm. made up this game that they were trying to win a tank and they had to do all these crazy things and exercises Mm -hmm. to win the tank at the end of the war. And like um, the boy believed that this was all just a game. And, um, and I thought about that a lot because, you know, there's nothing harmful. I can tell the truth, but I can also make this like, well, what can we do at home like, what else could we possibly do in the front yard if we have to stay here um, and making it more playful? Um, I think there's a lot of value in that because our kids are going to remember that. They're going to remember it feeling they like an, a, a magical adventure. They are. They're going to be like, that was the time we had so much fun with you guys and we were playing. And I yep. think that's exciting that we have that time together. I do too. I do too. I'm trying to really see it like through their eyes. So tell me when you are at home, we'll go back to the other question. Oh, yeah. um, what are some of the activities that like you've been engaging in with your kids that you weren't necessarily um, doing before, but that have been good for like creating variety in your schedule these days? 
<laughs> so, so I totally uh, recruited them into the kitchen and household work. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Because, um, so before, because we were, whatever we were, we went to, let's see, dance class, dance class ended at what? Five forty. We got home at like six, six fifteen. So I would immediately come in, throw food on a plate and sit down and we would do dinner. And there was just not time for them to be involved in that process, which is right. fine. But uh, because we don't have that kind of thing, then I've really been trying to get them more involved in the process. So every time I bake something, every time we I, like pancakes, what color do you want the pancakes to be? They want them to be purple. Okay. So then we make the pancakes and then we make them purple. Cause there's literally no difference in time to put a couple of drops of purple food coloring in my pancakes. Love it. And just keeping them involved in all of the things that I have to do anyway I find is the way that we enjoy each other more and we're getting things done. It's a little bit of a perspective shift. And I don't, (laughs) everyone thinks differently about their role as a parent. I personally don't love it when I am their entertainment. I, I mean, I don't mind it a little bit, uh, but I don't, I don't want to be their entertainment. I want them to come along with me because I want to have fun too. I guess that's selfish now that I say that. No, I actually, (laughs) no, I love that because I think that like the modern American parent feels like they actually have to be the entertainment, but like that gets old really fast and it's not really the best dynamic setup I have been learning. Um, because I've had, we've had, I've had no choice, but to like stop being the entertainment lately. Like you gotta come with me and like help me clean this thing up. (laughs) Um, and I think that creates like, I think that's a good thing. I, I really honestly, um, you know, it shows them that we're also people and that's a great lesson for them to learn. Right. And it's teaching them life skills, which is our responsibility. (laughs) Right. So it's been so nice. We, like I said, we've been cooking a lot together and even the vacuum, I'm like, okay, who wants to carry the vacuum down? And I can't believe actually my six year old carried the vacuum down the stairs. I was like, are you, are you sure? But it was actually amazing because she found a very clever way to carry it. That was not it's a lightweight vacuum cleaner, by the way. For yeah. Judging me right now. No, I'm um, not. To, no one's judging but, you, I promise. <laughs> but she found a very clever way to bring it down the stairs. And I was like, and one, it gave me an opportunity to compliment her on something. It's like, that was excellent problem solving for the way that you brought that down. I actually had not even considered that option. And that was amazing. Thank you very much. And she was so proud because one, she had done something by herself, but then also I'm complimenting something about her character and about the way her brain works. That's just uh, confidence building. And so that was really cool. It's just little things like that happen in those moments that I have missed in the past because I'm um, pushing to go to the next thing. And so I've definitely gotten them involved in a lot of household things that we still do fun things. They still get to decide what kind of fort we're going to build today or what puzzle we're going to do or what princess dress today is <laughs> what, what we're going to wear today. The other thing that I've done, we definitely are doing some gardening in the back, a little bit of square foot gardening. And we have accidentally started a butterfly farm. <laughs> you're kidding. You have butterflies that are like attracted totally to what you're planting. Obsessed. Yes. And it's specifically monarch butterflies and they only eat milkweed. So they don't eat anything else in your garden. And so I am like a kid about it. I am so excited about it. It makes me so happy. I think the process of this caterpillar 
going from an egg and becoming this totally other thing entirely is first of all, the metaphor is unbelievable and very indicative, very yeah. uh, relatable with our current situation. But then I get excited about it. So then they get excited about it and they want to come out. Oh, we got to check our caterpillars. And yesterday we had to perform a rescue because we ran out of milkweed. On oh milkweed. my God. That's so, so cute. They were, all, they were all walking all over the back. We're like, we have to save them and send them to the right milkweed. So we had about 12 caterpillars that we relocated and it was kind of a, a teamwork, all hands on deck and look, we saved the caterpillars and it was just fun and random and not a productive to-do list item, but it was great. So we're well, those are the, those, those are like things. the beautiful moments that I like that. I mean, I've been dancing in my living room with my three and a half year old. Oh, and, so you know, when was I doing that before? I mean, I wasn't doing right. that before this happened. Um, right. If you were great. No, like, <laughs> I definitely wasn't. And I just thought like, why? Like, why not? And, and right. it's funny because we were moving so fast. We didn't have time to like do all these things. But now that we're stuck at home, it's like, wow, there really are. I mean, you could really make a whole day out of picking what dress you're going to wear and like talking about your breakfast and making your breakfast like if we actually do everything instead of like picking up drive through dinner or like whatever it actually like the day fills itself in a lot of ways really I mean sometimes does. dear god it, it really drags does. on but yeah I mean like if we really make a family dinner from scratch from start to finish and like mm -hmm. we clean off our dishes when we're done with them I mean yeah the dishes like we were used to like letting them pile up and um we had a housekeeper yeah. who would come and clean them like and right. so now we're doing dishes like 85 times a day. And I'm like, well, <laughs> when you actually do the dishes after you eat, it takes up a lot of time. Like things move way more slowly um, okay. than, yeah, than, than you would think. And we, it's, it's easier than you would think to like fill the time and space um, mm -hmm. that you have. Um, so, so you have your company, which I didn't even introduce you and, and mention this because I just assume everybody knows, but they don't. Um, <laughs> you are the, um, the president and founder of Signature Style. So you're a personal stylist. You help people curate their wardrobes and um, beyond, um, yes. way more than mm -hmm. that. Um, but now you're, you're, you were ready for this quarantine because you're moving things online um, in a big way. So I would love to hear about that because I think there's going to be major shift to online retail way bigger than what we're used to that will probably not go back um you know we'll all be shopping in stores again but it's going to be a very different world that we live in um and so i'm excited to hear what you have in store for that thank you i am excited i'm so grateful that I was able to record these videos before this all happened. I'm just like, oh, clearly yeah. someone oh. else was in control. <laughs> right. I thought you should get this done. Yeah. But I, I did create an online workshop and it is the DIY version of what I do for my individual style clients. So it's the everything about the personal assessment, what your coloring is and I've got some bonus videos about determining your face shape and what your body shape is and of course supplemental material that goes along with that so I have all of the assessment tools for you and then how to edit your closet like a pro how to create a capsule wardrobe 10 pieces that I feel like every closet should have and I know people make those lists and I have always rolled my eyes at those lists so if you just rolled your eyes at me kudos I was right there with you <laughs> um, I, I, I make, I say the list as more guideline, not necessarily, you have to buy this white button down shirt. 
It's more of this is versatile and you can do these things with it. If you are more of an edgy style, style it differently, style it this way instead of the classic version of it. But anyway, top 10 list, how to create a capsule wardrobe, how to shop smarter and how to shop better, how to love your wardrobe more, and then how to fix what you have as a whole um, module just on how to take, I took one piece and talked about the skills behind how to mix that piece with neutrals and then mixing in color and mixing in print and what the rules are and how to train your eye on being able to do that in your own wardrobe. And I'm so excited. It is done and ready to go. And so it's out there and I, uh, launching it officially to my newsletter in the next week or two. So you guys are actually hearing about it first. Don't tell them. And I love um, it. I'm, I'm excited. I think it'll be really good, especially because, as we mentioned, people are shopping differently. There's not quite as much expendable income probably over the next year, possibly longer. And these are skills that one, getting it in the workshop is exponentially less expensive than if you hired me directly to come to your closet, but also tools that will help you forever. So this is an online, this is a, this is a multi-video course that you've created. And so it'll be available for purchase on your, is it going to be available for purchase on your website once you release it? Yes, it will. Okay. Which is Natalie, natalieweekly.com. Yes. Okay. So sign up on my newsletter. I think when you've been on, you know, it's got one of those pop-up things. If you sign up on my newsletter, then you'll hear about it that way as well. Well, I love your newsletter. And I, what I love about the modules, I've only done a couple, I've only, done two of your videos so far because I'm doing it bit by bit but what you really do is you set people up like in this world where everything that's sold to us is sort of marketed as one size fits all um, which it so is not um, you start with like getting measurements and like really informing the consumer about who they are and what they look like and what their skin tone is and what look what colors look good on them so that they can make the right decisions with what they buy online. And I right. think so many of us, we do need to be now more than ever more mindful with the way that we spend our money um, and the way that we, you know, we can't just go out and buy all the stuff and like have it not like just look okay. And then, you know, we don't return it and it just sits in our closet. Um, so that was a problem before, but now like, especially like now more than ever, I think it really has such a place um, in this world that we're living in. And I, um, I love it. I also think people, (laughs) I have to tell you, I think our lack of access to the beauty salon, if you will, or any of that, (laughs) um, has gotten a lot of us a little bit more in touch with like what we really look like, um, and how many people we've been following who don't really look like what we thought they did a Mm -hmm. and B, um, that we like really, I mean, it takes weeks, I think for like, the makeup and the aesthetics and all the stuff that we do to kind of fade off. Like for me, it was like three weeks into quarantine. I was like, wow, I really look different now that I haven't been like grooming regularly. Um, And, and then like, you really see like, this is who I am. This is what I look like. And I want to make that like, I am so much paler than I realize. Um, And I want to make that work um, instead of fighting against it all the time. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. I am so pale. My skin really? is like iridescently, like what's the what word that I'm looking for? Not iridescent. I'm like opaque. It's so pale. What, what color are your eyes? Blue. I look like oh, extremely wait. Russian. <laughs> so you're like much more of a clear color. 
Yes, I'm <laughs> clear. And most people like okay, the well, thing that I get, that the guest that I get the most often is like, yeah, exactly. Well, most of the time people like think, like think that I'm Italian or something like that. Yeah. But I'm just like, no, that's just like six years of sunless tanner that has caused a residue on my skin that <laughs> is like evaporated. And now I'm actually this like really pale person. I'm like, well, this is what I look like. Like I'm going to you know, find a way to work with this, maybe. Um, you absolutely. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, well, Natalie, it's just such an honor and privilege to have you on the show. And I love, I love chatting with you. And thank you for carving out this, this time so and space fun. to do absolutely. this today. Thank you for having me. I have to say one thing too, as we're talking about all, all of the the beauty products and yeah. the things that are sort of falling to the wayside. Definitely. So, you know, you have all of those beauty products that you bought that you tried that you're like, eh, maybe yeah. I love that. I mean, it's okay, uh-huh. but I don't love it. And instead you use the the great one all the time. But now that we're not seeing everyone all the time, now is a great time to use a great time to use that, that. second best. Yes. Yes. Because then we can clean out our bathroom. I love it. I started doing that actually and realized that this product that I thought would like sucked. I actually really love it. Um, So it kind of backfired on me because I'm going to be purchasing that again. But, uh, but yeah, but I've been doing that because I'm like, well, I'm not using like my really expensive stuff when I uh, don't have anywhere to go. That's exactly Uh, right. So yeah. Um, But I will say that like my, my new hair and makeup is absolutely my alarm clock and getting up before my kids. It's like, if I don't. That is wonderful. I do it about, I would say like maybe half the time, but that's better than nothing. And it just makes such a big, I find that if I do it once, I can go like a couple days even, but like, I have Mm -hmm. to just recalibrate and like have this alone time in the morning. That's just for me so that I can get um, on top of my day and feel better. Um, And it's like, you know, there are so many things about this time that I just want to carry into my life post quarantine. And I, Mm -hmm. I think so many of us are feeling that way that I feel good about the prospect of maybe continuing to have this many family dinners and playing outside more and, you know, right. we all just seem a lot happier in that respect um, than we were before. So, well, I guess we'll see, but we're all in it together. <laughs> we will. That, And I think that is one of the things I like the most is we are all in this together. And yeah. I, I enjoy that common bond and knowing that part about it. We haven't had anything like this really in our lifetimes. I mean, 9-11 was an American tragedy. Um, and this is being felt all over the world. I mean, this is everywhere. So right. um, we're all going to remember this and this is going to shape all of us. So um, I can feel the the beauty in that um, and mm-hmm. looking forward to, you know, when, when the stuff sort of sinks to the bottom and the good stuff floats to the top um, after all this is, is over. So thank you again for your wisdom. Thank and- you so much everything and loved having you on the show. And if you want to learn more about Natalie and signature style, you can visit her online at natalieweekly.com. The link will be in the show notes for this episode. Thank you again for joining me. Um, this is episode 30 of Look Ma No Hands. Oh, I, I'm so, yay. Thank you. 30 episodes, 30 conversations that I have loved sharing with all of you. So thank you for being along for the ride. Um, and keep joining us, subscribe, share it with your friends. Um, I appreciate each and every one of you, and I will join you again next week. 
Thank you for joining me for another episode of Look Ma No Hands. I'm Laura Max Rose, and you can follow me on Instagram at Laura Max Rose to stay up to date on upcoming episodes and the behind the scenes of my life with my own two daughters. If you like this episode and are enjoying Look Ma No Hands, the best way you can help me spread the word is to leave a review on Apple Podcast. This is the single best way to help me reach a larger audience and share these conversations with everyone who needs to hear them. If you love something you just heard, you can also take a screenshot of the episode and share it on social media. There might be someone you know who needs to hear what you just heard, and that's another great way to make sure they do. Thank you for joining me every week. I'm grateful for each and every one of you. More next time. Mom.